Morbidology is a weekly true crime podcast hosted by me, Emily G. Thompson, author of Unsolved Child Murders, Cults Uncovered, and co-author of Unsolved Murders, True Crime Cases Uncovered. 911 emergency. My son shot my husband. I need an ambulance. He's bleeding. Using investigative research combined with primary audio, including 911 calls, interviews, and trial testimony, Morbidology takes a look at some of the world's most heinous murders. Do you know why you're here? For a uh, home invasion gone terribly wrong. Listen to Morbidology now on Apple, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever else you get podcasts. This is Blood and Firewater, a true crime comedy discussion type podcast. We shoot tequila and chase it with a case of murder. Just as a disclaimer, this podcast contains mature content not suitable for all ages. So listener discretion is advised. Okay. So guys, we got a little bit of a twist going on right now. Me and Rashad have switched roles. And I'm driving a boat. Brandy wanted to do an episode. No, I was forced to, so that's different. Forced? When someone Force is a strong word. Right. Since we talk about so much force on the show, no, 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 I no, probably no. should. No, 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 no. Let's go ahead and set this straight. You wanted you had a case you wanted to do. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean So I said, Brandy, why don't you go ahead and write the son of a bitch? And then I don't we'll like do writing. I, I'm more into pictures and videos, kind of edit girl. I don't know. I don't kind of edit girl. Yeah, I'd be damned. I, I would. I was when I was writing this. I looked at it and I was just like, "How do you know when you wrote too much or not enough?" You don't. I was like, "How do you know that you wrote for an hour and a half?" I literally did. I've been doing this Word for counts. like four days. Word counts. Yeah. <laughs> Raw blue. <laughs> <laughs> Word counts. Snapchat. Two so, letter words. Before I release, relinquish the responsibility of having a successful show wow. on, on today's show, I will first read our reviews from this past week. No, I think I should do that too. All right. Well, fuck it. Give me that. Here you go. Give me that phone. So this one and only review. Hey, one one is better than nothing. Yeah, one is better than none. One is 100% more than nothing. Well, we got five stars from Hello and No. Love this show. Always keeps me interested. And always look forward to new episodes. Tabby from your new best friends podcast. Thank you, Tabby. We appreciate that very much. Look at you. You wanted to talk first, didn't you? No, I didn't. He looked at me and was like, oh, she's kind of up there. No, but it's in, it's imperative. I'm that up here. I'm looking down on you. You. And That's how you look at me every week. Your co-hosts. Little bit. Have chemistry. You should be able to look at them and be able like say something smart or something slick or should I get, should I wait? Most or, of the time we're sitting beside each other and not in front. I'm not looking at you. Don't look at me. But I am too. Like you see how you exactly. Where do I got to look when I'm down there lower than the the next person? On the ground. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> you little bitch. Look, yeah, look. You got a little, a little cubby. I got a cubby, y'all. This motherfucker is at 
the big desk like in the oval like come in here you peasant that's how i feel shut up and listen to me yeah (laughs) what you gonna do besides make me mad like i'm just down there if you like your review read on the show please be sure to rate review and subscribe on apple itunes spotify google Podcasts, spreaker fucking cast box (laughs) Practice, uh, practice your words pod chaser <laughs> um i heart radio you sound like he just woke up um <laughs> puberty wherever you, or wherever you get your true crime fix and on androids uh, no i said them all yeah but you said it on i think it was an episode or two ago that I was like, don't forget about Android to so hit that purple button. Well, it was an episode or two that I made him stick a sand. The Rock was like five nine. He is not. You're five like six nine. four, I, right? He is tall. Like <laughs> I, I fucked that all the way up. So let me back all the way l- up. Let me let me clarify just in case. Like I haven't received anybody but no Rock was. The Rock six. is five nine. I'm two inches away from that. Look, okay, it was under. I was under the impression he was short. Okay. Right. He is not. Okay. You're six foot. I'm yeah, but like I didn't. <laughs> I don't understand. What, what what don't you understand? You thought the rock was what an inch shorter than you? It's a, it's a, it was a misconception that I had, and I want to correct it before I get corrected. Are you ready? <laughs> so if you would like your review read on the show, please be sure to check us out on Instagram at Blood and Firewater Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at BFW Pod Squad. Check our Patreon page out. We have a Patreon where we're trying to do big things and great stuff, but we need your help. So be sure to check that out. And if you want to reach out to us, shoot us an email at bloodandfirewater at gmail.com. Now that all of the dishes are done, Brandy, what case are we doing tonight? (laughs) That's cute. Oh, it's about to be a lot of fucked up shit. Okay. We're... Let's go. Brandy's episode. Mm, I can't. All right. So today's case is in Phoenix, Arizona. Rashad, not on, but in Phoenix, Arizona. Got it. It's on Angela Simpson. Not very bad bitch. With Lisa Simpson. All right. Ooh, seriously? Yeah, who's going to. No, every time I say Simpson, though, I think. Homer? Marge? <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many of them. <laughs> All right. Angela Simpson was born November 29th, 1975. There's not much that we, and I say collectively, because what did you find? Like, there was not much about her other than this great story that we have for you. Oh, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, but no, there isn't. Um, much we could find out about her upbringing, but she was a very dark, complex person from like the time she was as young as seven, eight years old. I can't tell you what high school Angela went to or any of her hobbies besides the disturbing one that will come up later. But I can tell you it was murder, wasn't it? Yeah, I def- knew it definitely. I'm foreshadowing. <laughs> like, God damn it! What else did we talk about? Case closed. <laughs> But I know I, I can tell you, you never want to be caught alone with this woman for any reason. 
Angela had been to jail for several different things from trespassing to aggravated assault, carjacking, armed robbery, and here recently. Bueno. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. All right. So I don't want to mispronounce this, but it's Maricopa. I want Maricopa County. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Just want to make sure I'm saying it right for all you people out there from Maricopa County. No, she 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 looked disturbed. I, like I remember watching the documentary the first time. Yeah, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, no, we were on the on the phone. I remember putting my laptop on the toilet while I put my makeup on, getting ready for work. Um, in Maricopa County, the last thing you want to do, and indeed was the last thing, Terry Neely, forty six, around thirty three year old Angela Simpson, is tell her you're a snitch, snitch ass. Does she have any like dr- like? arrest history prior to this is yeah this name them all. The... <laughs> aggravated assault carjacking armed robbery you name it she she'd been to jail quite often uh, okay newer by name type shit um neely we're wheelchair bound and living in assisted care facility possibly seeking his 15 minutes attention brag that he snitched on several people who ended up in prison bad move around simpson uh-uh Terry resided in an assistant living facility and got around with the use of his motorized wheelchair, but his biggest problem in life was not his physical handicap. No, no, you, you, you're in a wheelchair. That's fine. But <laughs> I'm saying like his friendship with Angela is, is the, the, the biggest you... problem he had in his life. So he lived in a halfway house. Well, I mean, assisted was... living house. Yeah. She, she, she was just like, Hanging out. No, the, the apartment that is going to fucking come up, I just can't see her actually living in. I was curious, like, because in the interview, she said the apartment. I took him to an apartment. She never said her. It could be like one of those flop houses. Someone mm-hmm. someone accused me of living in a flop house one time. <laughs> Long story. What? But it wasn't a flop house. Mm-hmm. It was, you know. Trap house. I yeah, live in a was... trap house. Sheets on the windows. But a flop house, you would take your John. The pound put, town. <laughs> pretty much. You go and flip your John there. Or flop. Flip mm-hmm. the flop. Flop him around. Bebop and rock steady. <laughs> no, I mean, you go to old sunny Sunshine Greer up there on Sunnyside Avenue. And you'll find a flop house. Sure. Or where I used to live at was apparently I'm a telling flop house. you. You want a flop house? Go to Greer. There's a difference between single and flopping. Put your hands up. (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? Oh, yeah, like, knowing Angela was his problem. And she lived up the street, and they had recently become acquainted. He confided in her that while serving a prison sentence, he once snitched on another inmate. Simpson decided to lure him to her apartment, and what happened there was dark and graphic. It was, like, so bad that it literally defies imagination like if i told I w- kennedy and brie i'd ruin their childhood <laughs> no I, I i'm a firm believer in ruining childhood <laughs> hear me out <laughs> okay if you got something mm-hmm. that would absolutely ruin someone's childhood <laughs> by all means play girl let's hear it neely was last seen at his assistant living facility around 8 p.m. on August 2nd, 2009. It was soon after that police believed that Simpson offering him drugs and sex, you know, who doesn't like drugs and sex, right? 
I do. <laughs> I was waiting. Like, hold on. Who? Where's my brother? You know the fuck? I also like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, offering them drugs and sex. He brought. She brought them to her vacant apartment. Don't ask me why it was vacant. On it's a flop house. Right. Like all you got in there is a box spring. Bro, there's you pictures. Been, like, you got a back page. You know all about this. Wow. I don't have a back page. I don't know what I was background. What was it on the last on episode? The last ago? episode, you said back on, on my back page. <laughs> I had all kinds of friends, and we were like, mm. "No, I didn't say that at all." But that's cool too, because you thought the Rock was five nine. So there's that. Me thinking the Rock was five nine, and you having a back page is not the same. Mm. Not the same. Whatever. I didn't mean to say it. Yeah, I bet you didn't. Didn't mean. I bet you didn't mean to say it. Mm-mm. And I bet you didn't mean to have it. And I bet you didn't mean to make all that money. Mm-hmm. And I bet you didn't mean to I gotta get this body. cheese. You gotta get this cheese. Yeah. Okay. So uh this house, this apartment, which may still be vacant, is on ninety six hundred block of North Twelfth Avenue. That's a long address. Why is that ninety six hundred block of north 12th avenue you wouldn't say north 9600 block anyway once she got in that that mofo apartment she became real violent i bet i'm just wondering if he got any sex or drugs out of the deal he was in a wheelchair i'm sure he had all the drugs he needed all right well you doctor's not giving out crack cocaine at the pharmacy i imagine yeah Inside that apartment, Angela tortured this poor man. She bashed him with a tire iron. Tire iron? Tire iron. Tire iron. This doesn't sound good close together. Tire iron. The iron of a tire. Right. Extracted his teeth out with needle nose pliers. That's fun, right? No. (laughs) I fucking, I don't like anything to do with needle nose pliers. I feel like if you need pliers that small, you ain't doing something. I mean, imagine the 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 amount of pressure. It, one by one, like no, you, there's like, no way. Like, I'm a, I'm using that tire iron to obviously tired. knock out a lot of those teeth. I'm not just going rip, right. Pink, pink, pink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like excavate them shits. I'm going like 49ers on that hoe. Like, Jones. I am not about to pull all these out. I can knock, not when I can just knock him out your mouth. Uh, she was forcing him to watch his own torture in front of a mirror because he needed to see what he deserved. Like some soft shit. Right. No, this went on for three days. So. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine she stopped and came back. Like, I'm going to take, a, I'm gonna take a break. Yeah, no, I mean. Turkey. Apparently she had four kids and at the time of the murder, they were 12, 13, 14 and 2. Made four sandwiches. <laughs> Do you think Neely got one? Here. Might I well. need you alive for two more days. She chewed it up for him like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Fed him. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <I'm alive>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't That's even think. That's a fucked up torture right Because <laughs> <laughs> you imagine no. swallowing. 
I'm hungry, but shit. I can just gum it. Can I just gum it? you are like, no. Ah! <laughs> 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 well, oh my god. I would die. I was like, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> she don't want none of this baloney. <laughs> this is my deal breaker. I was down with my teeth getting bashed in, but this is it. Hey. <laughs> but you knock my teeth out to do this? <laughs> you could have left my teeth in first. Yo, that's a ne- that's some next level shit. Like, if you go, <laughs> you go out your way to chew some food up or something. <laughs> Just to regurgitate <laughs> like, Feed it back. <laughs> Yo, you are nasty. That's gross. Oh, I'm crying. Mm. I'm crying. I'm dying. Because I would die, literally. <laughs> Three days. <laughs> A backwash bologna sandwich. Even <laughs> oh, if somebody was trying to help me, like. Yo, I know I ain't got no teeth, but no. Ain't nobody trying to help you. <laughs> Yo, I don't care if I'm fucking old. Like, no, I'm not gonna let you chew my food up. Put it in a blender. Please? <laughs> Give me some dignity. <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> okay. Alright. Alright. So, this was three days. Three days of this shit, y'all. She had soccer practice. <laughs> I know. I mean, she had kids that were a year apart and then a two year old. Bingo night. Changing diapers, taking like, to school, pick them up. Real quick. What the fuck was she doing at, for like, a job? Or Beating where did them people? Ke- <laughs> she was selling teeth to the tooth fairy. <laughs> where did these kids live? I don't understand. On the wrong side of the track. <laughs> right, like this is a super bad. Like I have the coordinates, the address. Like I'm assuming that Rashad puts like his sources somewhere where he found his information but i have the exact address of where this happened if you guys want it if you're some kind of fucked up the sources for this episode will be in the show notes there it is that thing all right so um you know later on the verge of death she pounded a three inch needle into his skull i I don't know if it was drilled or hammered but it was pounded it was fucking pounded yeah it was pounded and she strangled him with a uh, cable wire. So this three-inch needle that she—I like, mean, was needle, it, nail, whatever you want to call it—it it was three inches around in diameter, or just three inches long. Three inches long. It was. That's not that far. You can live by that. Okay, but they didn't kill him. That's torture. That's fucked. That's some. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it, I, like if, I feel like if, if it you, was like the murder weapon, if it was the the no, murder weapon? this didn't kill him. This did not fucking kill him. It's terrible. I'm it thinking, probably happened an hour and a half. railroad tie. <laughs> like, you know, this fucking big. Like. It, it probably happened really quicker than it should have. She probably, three days? Bro. Wow. Bro. Three days? That's a long time. You know what a, you know what a kid feels like when they out of school for three days? The price of right is on. <laughs> yeah. No, I wonder if it was on a Friday. Like, are we counting Monday, Tuesday? Was it a business day? Right, is it a business day? Well, they had to go to work the next day. <laughs> right. 
did anybody call looking for this man? Like, because I couldn't find he that out either. He was living in a halfway house, so I'd imagine so. It was an assistant facility living. You, living you, what, what you call facility. is the same thing I call. They keep track of when you leave the house and when you come back. Yeah, he Just was. Just like in a halfway house. So, assisted living halfway. You halfway home. No, because you, yeah, you know what? In a halfway house, if you don't come back. They come looking for you? No, they just kick you out. You can't come back. They don't I look I feel like you. your PO would come look for you. No, there's no PO. This guy mean? is a, in, a, in a wheelchair. I mean, how, how, how much halfway house experience <laughs> do you have? Well, I did work at Roadhouse. So. Back pages. Oh, I said I did like past tense. I do work at Roadhouse. As far as, as far as you guys know. Right. We all know you don't. <laughs> you just tell them on the low, like you put it in a fucking caption on a picture or something. <laughs> Hashtag Brandon. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah, y'all, y'all can't know my. Since name. you don't work there, it's not nothing. It's not bad to say that you did work there. Like, hey, I never said where I wanted to work, but now that I don't, fuck Roadhouse. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You can't fire me twice. Damn, Rashad. What? I could have just quit. They did fire you twice, though. They fired me twice on my day off. They fired me a lot. Bang, bang. Anyway, amongst everything else, he had been stabbed over 50 times with a variety of knives, and eventually she cut into his neck and decapitated him. He what? She decapitated him. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah his neck was off 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 terry neely's body was then hacked into pieces separating his arms and legs from the torso this wow like what is she this bitch was equipped apparently like we both know how hard it is or maybe you don't but i know that it's really hard to have a decapitate a body how do you don't know? ask questions i know that it's going to take more than a, a fucking, what, a saw? Or what, a knife? Well, she had to have something pretty heavy duty to cut his legs and his arms off. And bone, his head. A bone saw. Why would she have that? You can buy those. What the fuck? Chefs, From where? Chefs have bone saws. Okay? Butchers have bone saws. Well, I have been to a like store that is just for a restaurant. So, you might be right. I might but, be right. Why would I might be right? Because if I or you or we went into a place that sells bone saws, they're going to look at us like we're crazy. Or they might look at you like, "Are you? do you work at a restaurant? I got to. <laughs> do you want the <laughs> Which coupon? Which restaurant do you work at? You want a coupon for this? No, uh, you can go to Home Depot, just like everybody else does. Go buy some concrete or some pot and soil or like, you know... A hatchet. Oh, uh, some boat you know, anchors. You trying to relate? Because nobody goes out and buys anything like that. I'm sorry. Have you not heard our show? <laughs> because a lot of those cases, they have gone yeah. to Home Depot or have gone to Walgreens cool or, cool or have gone to Amazon and purchased these things cool just off the internet or you know from their local fucking up. By the way, their local Home Depot. What they didn't do in the 70s and the 80s, and which is why, like, all these people just come up missing and they don't know how or why or whatever, is because 
police didn't communicate with other police departments. Right, no. Because you know what the, I mean? Like, uh, fucking Miami, they're not going to call somewhere that's like, another hey, state. Hey, y'all like, got any missing people? Like, no, they're not going to do that. Unless they find something in their database. So, fingerprints. like, fingerprints. Yeah, now, yeah, like, nowadays, yeah, it's more common for if a body turns up on the shore of somewhere, they're going to search all the local or, you know, neighboring states. You know, hey, do y'all got a missing white girl, 5'8", What's blonde hair, Florida? blue eyes? Is it Alabama or some shit? Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> oh, hey, Georgia. You know what's above Georgia? North Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Right. Where you live. It's fine. I, I'm not from here. All right. On August 5th, 2009, fire crews were called out to the Covenant of Grace Church at 9th and Peoria Avenue at about 5 a.m. to deal with a garbage can that was burning in the back parking lot. You know where this is going, right? Was the wheelchair out there, too? <laughs> no. Surprisingly, <laughs> it wasn't. Oh. Fucking trash can fire. Yeah, no. The, the fucking wheelchair was not out there. It's crazy. No. She sell it. It's crazy that she actually got the fucking body there. Like I, She got she, it in the wheelchair. No. Batteries were dead? Mm-mm. The batteries might have been dead, though. But you're right. She probably tried that first. I'm just saying. I'm I'm looking at all possible. No, because the bitch... Wait, hold on. Wheelchairs don't need batteries. She could just... No, it was it. a motorized one, so you're right. Okay. They, they need to charge. You are right. A scooter. <laughs> what first may have looked like a prank was soon determined to be something much more horrific. When the body of Terry Neely was found burning inside, he was only identified by, like, his body was so charred and shit, like. Charcoal. Burnt, burnt. Burnt hot dog on the grill. Like, I like it. That's fucked up. Yeah, he was identified by his fingerprints. That was the only thing they could identify him by, really. So, so far, what? Angela has lured somebody to her apartment therefore kidnapping and so far i don't know how many days have went by oh yeah three because they found his body already nobody called about this man you're saying i couldn't find anything where somebody put out a missing persons report or people were going door to door like hey (laughs) you seen terry my supplies running low like i don't know what this man did i don't know what angela did like even up to the end of this episode i can't tell you what she legally did for money or prostitution if i remember right from the documentary she was she was a prostitute she she never said she was a lady of the night yeah she never said she took flatbacks actually what she was doing but what we know she did do is kidnap a man torture him he was him. probably a john let's, let's, well i the, I, I get that. that no i get it but why would she lure him because for she, sex and because she drugs she i mean everybody grew up on the wrong drugs. side of the tracks okay <laughs> she believed that snitches in fact got stitches you're right okay so with that being said if homegirl was about that life she had to give this man stitches <laughs> for being a snitch mm-hmm. now i'm not justifying what she did snitches don't in fact get stitches no. okay i mean but you don't see us bragging on the radio like hey uh, wow. we do whatever i just do. finished snitching on marley <laughs> not too long ago yeah no that's what your kids oh i'm telling 
So oh, I tell on them all the time. Am I the snitch? What what I'm saying is, based off the story that you're telling me, I'm led to believe that this woman was, in fact, a prostitute. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. My man rolled up on the scooter, like, "Hey, are you interested in having a date tonight?" She said, "Why, yes, young fine gentleman." And then they went out, had a nice dinner, mm-hmm. went back to her abandoned apartment where they had sex for 0.7, maybe 0.8 seconds. And then he was like, hey. Did he get some of either or? I I doubt it. I wish I could ask If he's in an electrical wheelchair, I doubt his dick works. But let's not victim blame. I'm not saying he was wrong to get a prostitute. He could have like like feet or ear shit. Prostitutes is the oldest profession in the fucking book, okay? Power to peak. I'm not saying that it is wrong, but what I'm saying is if you're going to be a prostitute and then kill people, <laughs> that's wrong. Eileen Warnos did it. Yes, she did. Yeah. And, you know. Foreshadowing. I'm not foreshadowing nothing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I'm leading you to the right, down the right path here. Down the rabbit hole, as you say. So, that that's, that's my theory. So far, I'm sure if... The the what I've seen about this woman serves me right. She thinks she's still in the right about this. Yeah, I'm a hot somehow. I'm a bag of chips. So I'm gonna t- please please continue. So according to the autopsy results, Neely died from everything I told you about. Ultimately, asphyxiation. Stupidly, stupid. Simpson left Neely's wheelchair. Like Rashad acts like it was it. Um, at the scene no told you the battery <laughs> it was it was outside her apartment or the apartment or the flop house with his blood spread all around the apartment it wasn't really hard to find out she didn't seem where very, this man was she didn't seem very or um, where he died give a fuck about not getting caught though no she's not an efficient killer perhaps or perhaps she is an efficient killer but not so, but not so great housekeeper. That's okay if I said that fast. Most prostitutes are really nice, really clean. <laughs> I've noticed that about prostitutes. No, in the pictures I in see, it was a bottle of bleach. So yeah, she she might have thought she was a great, a great killer. Like, but it was so messy. Like from the pictures that I saw, I seen a bottle of bleach on like some sort of mini like kitchen because this is an apartment. So I'm sure the kitchen ran into the living room. You know, like just how some houses are built. And all you see is bleach and missing carpet. So the bleach didn't work apparently because she had to take carpet. Okay. (laughs) Within two weeks, police arrested Simpson who boasted about her crime saying he deserved to die. Not a great legal defense. Like there's a lot of things that she say that I'm going to repeat because... I mean, this bitch, this bitch is a hoot. He picked the wrong ninja to brag about. Putting so many people in prison was her candid reply when asked why she committed the crime. Phoenix police claimed Neely was an informant and asked if she really believed if he was a snitch. And she said, oops, if he wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, oops, he's right. Like she thought like, (laughs) Like, so she thought if there was a possibility of him not actually being a snitch, she's like, fuck, damn it. 
too, uh, too so, late now. Sorry. <clears throat> like, no. She has no remorse. Like, what about guilty? Guilty for ridding the world of a snitch? No. I don't feel guilty. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks to you, Simpson. The world is just thanking you for getting rid of that one snitch for us. That wasn't a snitch at all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Her reason for kill- killing the disabled man. I don't want my kids to be in a place where there are snitches. When asked if there was anything that she would have changed about what happened. And um, Simpson was like, I don't regret killing him. And she added, I would have kept him alive for a week. She would have tortured him for a week instead of three days. And she did not regret it. And she actually wanted to kill somebody else. She talked about killing somebody else. Never said who. I kind of have my idea of who she was talking about. Probably another snitch. Hmm. You won't put my money on that. She, uh, or another hearsay. She say snitch. Like according to Phoenix News Times, Angela had been picked up on a unrelated robbery charge and was already in jail when she was interviewed about Neely's murder. And she was pretty articulate and straightforward about the whole thing, explaining that Neely was a snitch and he got it what he deserved. She said that in a three TV interview that you can find on YouTube. The one that we keep referring to. Right. I think that's what I saw. Yeah. She, she was not ashamed to admit what she had done. I mean, at first I'm sure like she was already in jail and however long and whatever facts they fed her by whatever tactics she said she did it. Her, her fucking description matched the injuries that was found during the autopsy. Like they were like, this bitch really did this. Tire iron. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if the murder weapons was all around the apartment or whatever. But I left it over there by damn. the sink. Right. Did you find it over there? I told you. One article said she started talking about it in exchange for a soda and a candy bar. I mean, fuck yeah, you're in jail. Yeah, in the middle of the week when you don't got no canteen, like yo, there's we need been, to know something. There's and... been plethora of a plethora of cases we've covered where people come out the blue with some shit and be like, hey, <laughs> why not? If you just let me out for like a little while, <laughs> I a will give you, I will tell a, you. A fucking Mr. Pib, not even a daughter. When, when you've been so privileged, you know, to live in a country where you can get a snicker, a snicker bar and a Mountain Dew just whenever you want. And then you can't no more. <laughs> you can't no more. <laughs> like, no. No, you can't. That's why. That's why most people don't break in people's houses. Like, I, I need that snicker bar. In the <laughs> I need my freedom. Fuck I can't, that. I can't be fucking around. I want to. I want to get a snicker, or Mister Goodbar, whenever the fuck I want. Witnesses had alerted police when the missing man's wheelchair was found at the apartment. <laughs> that's where the wheelchair was. Dead giveaway. <laughs> a blood sample from the apartment matched one from um the victim no traces of the perp mentioned just blood stains and carpet missing another witness the apartment manager bill rainwater (laughs) came forward and told them angela and an associate had recently borrowed his car and simpson told him she had killed neely threatening his life as well should had he come forward so like she already told somebody like hey i did yeah that's it's genius like she so she it could have it worked out and been like hey nobody's don't looking fuck for with her. her she's killed somebody or 
she kills somebody, I'm going to call the police. She had already had an accomplice. Like, that person knows. And then the car that they took together, now that person, person, that person knows. That poison. That person knows. And, like, either one of them could have told, but her dumb ass. Her dumb ass did it at her apartment. I mean, that's where she fucked up. Like, bro, three days, that's too long. You want to kill a snitch, kill him quick. Get it over with. Feel good about it. Still feel like her execution on getting rid of the body was a little sloppy. But if she killed him today or killed him three days later, she still would have left that dumpster fire. <laughs> Dirty bitch. Raggedy ass. She might have had like a couple days worth of juice in that wheelchair to like ride around town. Mm-hmm. But she would she, she would have fucked around. She would have fucked it up anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> Y'all see me? Y'all see me? This bitch looks crazy. Yeah, right? (laughs) No, you didn't do a mini club mix. (laughs) She's that bitch you don't want to look at in that face. Like, no. I feel like she's probably had some mental history. Like, in her early childhood. I'll get to that. Because you couldn't find it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But, like... (laughs) I get that, you know, she probably, like, I get the feeling that she was probably disturbed. <laughs> and probably refused medication. On August 18, 2009, Maricopa County attorney Andrew Thomas announced the arrest of Angela Simpson. She was charged with first degree murder, kidnapping, and abandonment or concealment of a dead body. She didn't do a good job on the concealment part. No. But, okay. She was like, hey, look over here. She should have had, like, unlawful, like, burial <laughs> <laughs> no i'm telling you like, like, you can't bury somebody in a church doing camp. that and, cause and then set it on fire ain't no way she tortured this man and nobody not heard that nobody could just not have she did a lot of shit at one point somebody said that there was a trash can on fire in the apartment so not only did she use a trash can once she used it twice she's two trash cans yeah, raggedy ass bitch like, this one's melting. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, no, he said it was a city of Phoenix trash can, like a trash can we put right outside. In the apartment, though. I wonder if it was downstairs. I feel like apartments have dumpsters. No. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. Um, she confessed the help of some guy named Edward McFarlane, who she apparently been arrested with for the current robbery. That she was in jail for. An accomplice. Yeah, like, not only did y'all do something once together, you did something twice, but you actually got arrested for the stupid one. You killed somebody and got away with it, but you got arrested for er, arrested for robbery together. Police arrested Eddie for allegedly helping Simpson get rid of the body. In one interview with Angela that I watched, the interviewer baited Simpson, asked if race played a part in the murder of Neely. Well, (laughs) Simpson replied, of course, race is always a factor. Well, I got to Google in this case immediately and discovered her co-defendant, Edward McFarlane, is a white man. He's a white. His last name is McFarlane. Yeah, well, your last name is Jones. McFarlane? Jones is common. McFarlane is not common. Whatever. I mean, I knew he was white. Edward? Come on. Twilight? <laughs> I've never seen Twilight. Bullshit. 
Oh, I've never. <laughs> That's bullshit. I've never seen Twilight. That's bullshit. Okay. <clears throat> Not only is he a white man, but he's a white skinhead. Not to mention, she said she acted alone in the murder. Who is Eddie to her if she hated white people so much? Ergo racist. Right? I mean, I've I never seen the guy. I'll be honest. Uh, really? The There's a picture on Google Docs. That motherfucker looks like her pimp. Necessary to a crime against Neely, which went bad. And she just was like, fuck it, I'm gonna kill him. And could have been hit. Prostitute takes hit all the time. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. I feel like, nah, you killed him. This on you. You did this shit without my permission, type shit. I'm just thinking of some go girl type shit. I don't know. Remember the sex and drugs? That's all of his shady shit. So Edward McFarland helped hide the body. Prosecutors charge him with two felonies. Abandonment and concealment of a dead body and hindering prosecution. In a jailhouse interview the day of her sentencing, Simpson said her early implications that she had killed before were false. The reporter goes, so that was just talk? And Simpson replied, right. But she also said she regretted not killing the second victim, which I think was Edward McFarlane. Guy that was her pimp? Yeah. So she's because he had made he committed that first robbery with her. I just feel like they're all they're they're both just convicts in the street, just fucking some shit up. And he was the closest person to her at the time of this whole story. Like she's probably talking about that white man because she's not gonna kill no other black person. I didn't tell you that, but she said that in the interview. She's not gonna kill another colored person. Yeah, now we're, now we're colored. Yeah, we're colored now. Okay. There's a lot of little air quotes in here. I mean, because a lot of references from that interview, like a lot of shit that I got. So I think that that person that she was talking about, she should have killed was Edward, Eddie, Eddie, Ed, Ed and Eddie. She said that she just didn't have time and that she had to go somewhere. She should have killed him when she had the go. Watkins went on the TV interview or whatever. Um, he went on to ask Simpson how she felt about spending the rest of her life in prison. She replied, you know, I got a lot of family in prison. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that. She answered, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I got many sisters in prison. I can't wait to see him. It's really not that much of a punishment to be sentenced to spend the rest of my life with my family. I prefer to spend my life with my family and with my sisters. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I get it, I guess. She she was just like, I'm home. What do you mean? Do I regret? No, I did this for a reason. I feel like she wanted to be there, the way she was talking. She's like, um, I do believe that the death... She could have just went and visited. Yeah. You know? Hmm. You know Maybe she... I'm living on the street, man. Motherfuckers do shit to go to jail and get a free meal. Three square meals. You could also... And a bed. You could also do, there's uh, there's other things. You like get do. a job. No, like there's other things you can do to go to prison besides murder. Uh, yeah. Embezzlement. Uh, Some people fraud. wouldn't jump off a limb like that. Well, whatever. Um, she feels as if the death penalty was at, would have been justice. And he asks, you know, would you kill again? And she's like, yeah, fuck yeah. 
if the opportunity arises, I, I hope so. So don't be surprised if we hear about Simpson killing somebody in jail. A Deadly Women episode mentioned Simpson was fostered and abused from a young age, but no specifics. Obviously. Right. Simpson's mental history was sketchy, and she was hospitalized for mental health problems since the age of 10. And she said that in that Called interview. It. Yeah. Her childhood was horrendous, sexually and physically abused. Um, Simpson was passed around through foster homes, dulling the pain. Simpson funded a drug habit through prostitution, Rashad. <laughs> not surprisingly. Rapists and, um, not surprisingly, rapists and child molesters were her targets. Oh, and if you're convinced that this woman is truly mentally ill, be sure to watch these interviews that we're telling you about. Her body language is telling she's very guarded and careful, like barely blinks, well rehearsed, and throughout she doesn't really move. Her arms and legs are tight together and she uses no movement, yet her chest is like heaving. You can see her breathing. Like you, you're tense watching her from miles away. She looks right when originally asked if she got justice by being incarcerated versus the death penalty. Her whole shtick is like, I'm tough, I'm valid, I'm remorseless. I I think she acting. I think she wanted like a hard interview and... Well, she knew it was going to be on TV. Well, yeah, that too, because she's just like, oh, are we done here? And she, she laughs and she's like, that's some good shit, right? Like, oh, you're still recording. Like once she thought they stopped recording, she noticed they still were recording. They're like, she, she like freezes up and goes back into that mode. Right. So I, I think she's pretending. Flexing. You flexing for the cameras. So stating that mental illness starts from a beginning. Angela was a young woman. She was like 33 when she got arrested, but had a length, like a really lengthy track record. Um, No murder, though. <laughs> she was young. And I'm pretty sure that her mental illness was clear and apparent just not addressed like Rashad foreshadowed earlier. You're like, you know, somebody should have did something. Probably give her some fucking medications on me to her out, but no, nobody cared. Now, yes, her mental illness is so far gone that there isn't much that can be done now. No, you can't fix it. Old, old, old dog with new tricks no. never works out. Mm-mm. However, in other, like, I'm, I'm not in favor of the death penalty. I, I can't do... So for someone who is as seriously mentally ill as Angela Simpson, I'm not defending her life and I wouldn't say that she's being treated unfairly, but seriously, this woman is beyond help and will always be a threat to the rest of the general public. Probably. Yeah, I mean, to torture and kill a disabled man because what? He is snit. It just proves how messed up she is, really. She she claims that... um, I, I know we keep saying disabled, but she says that this man can walk. She said, quote, the motherfucker can walk, unquote. I don't she probably knew something that everybody else didn't know. Well, like, I she, mean, she if probably, you're trying to fake. She probably knew that he could walk, but to everyone. He's trying to get a check. Yeah. Obviously. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she, you right. She knew that. Yeah. Nobody else knew, but she, she probably knew. She's like, I don't know why y'all keep saying that he can't walk. The motherfucker could walk, unquote. Like she said that shit. Like this bitch is badass, but she's also a lunatic. So mentally ill does not mean you're mentally incompetent. (laughs) 
The only feasible time that someone can effectively use mental illness is when they're not criminally responsible for their actions, meaning they did not know what they were doing at the time of the crime. She clearly knew what she was doing and took pride in it. Oh, yeah. She, she, she owned it for that shit. Yeah. She admitted to it on every chance she got. On TV. <laughs> Angela learned to play the system and claimed to have multiple personality syndrome to explain her more bizarre behaviors. The problem is that many mentally ill people are able to determine right from wrong. It's not itself an excuse to commit a crime. If mental illness was used as a blanket excuse, everybody would be out here just getting it. Like, oh, I'm sick, but I had to stab him. Right? He got the last pack of hamburger meat and I needed to cook for my family tonight. The anger that uh, Angela had in her was a lot deeper than being mentally ill. Yes, she she says she has a mental disorder. She says she had it for a long time, possibly schizophrenia or schizoaffective, and she's on antipsychotics, probably done illegal drugs often. Ah, what the fuck? Correct. I mean, something happened to her from the age of 10, possibly the abuse. I mean, I couldn't really find much on it, but something's wrong and was wrong and been wrong with that woman although she appeared to respond quickly to the questions nothing she says really adds up it's cross-reference in fact it's often opposites she disagrees with the state trying to kill her um wait she thinks she should have got the death penalty like these are like my pen notes like how you did like okay how is one thing you say on here but on the other interview of you actually in jail you're just like oh no it's fine in here yeah oh no it's inhumane this is terrible in your, this. in your serious ass interview okay um so she disagrees with the state trying to kill her but yet she says she should have got the death penalty she's okay with going to prison to be with family and other prisoners yet she has four children and she didn't want to talk about them at all when he asked about them she even has a mom like so everybody everybody it's like got you got a family you got a whole family out there and what the fuck wrong with you um, the victim snitched on a righteous person. Her words, not mine. Um, no, he snitched on a bunch of people and it wasn't nobody she knew. And he wasn't even a snitch at all. So nothing you did was righteous. So there's no proof that he was actually no. a snitch. The bitch was probably high as hell and just whacked out. I don't know. And maybe he was just, you know, he, to they were like, clout. we don't know him. He ain't, he's not, any, he's not our people. Who's he snitching to? He's in a wheelchair at a uh, assisted living facility. Like, what is he? What did he really do to you? Like you said, she he could have been a fucking John and just talking too much. Like, hey, get me up. I don't know. <laughs> right, bum bum. Um, the victim was wheelchair bound, according to reports. A big, just a big old electric thing with wheels. Like, can't miss it. She claims he could walk. <laughs> He walked fine. She walked him right upstairs to the apartment where she beat and tortured him. Oh, yeah. How long did she do that for? <laughs> An hour, half hour, 45 minutes. No, three days. <laughs> three days. Um, The others accused of the murder and armed robbery. She at once had a bond with him. She says, I, I, I would never do nothing to him. I had a bond. I once had a bond with them. I couldn't hurt them yet. She, um. She said she should have killed one of them and they they weren't there. 
Like they got convicted of the same shit and they implicated her, but she say she was alone. Like no, it was just back and forth. She also, you remember, she borrowed that, um, that apartment manager, Bill Rainwater. He got interviewed several times, but you know, he accused Simpson and, um, it was his car in the video, but he claimed that he lent it to her and cracker, which I believe, I mean, what the fuck is like, hold up, man. Y'all gonna kill somebody in my apartments. At least take my car. I don't know. I mean, you I don't, don't need more evidence. He should have got locked up too. Fuck that. But I mean, she just says she was by herself. And when um she returned the car to him, she was just like, you say anything about anything that has taken place. We're going to fuck you up. We're going to do what we did to Neely and cut you up into pieces and set you on fire. She's fucking crazy. Simpson pleaded guilty on March 22nd of first degree murder for killing 46 year old Terry Neely and what Phoenix police call one of the most heinous homicide cases the department had has ever seen. I bet. Judge Paul McMurdy sentenced Angela Simpson to natural life in prison plus 14 additional years on the remaining charges. So she got life plus 14 years. It's the boy not the life, but you know, like I, got I don't my, understand. I got, it. I got my own opinions about that shit. We'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a in a whole another episode. In Phoenix, uh, a defendant actually, huh, who is sentenced to natural life, is not eligible for commuted. How you say that? Commutation. Yeah, it's basically you don't get any kind of justice after you got sentenced to life. Like you got sentenced to life for a reason. Nobody can come in here and try to get your ass out. Every time you go to court, denied. <laughs> denied parole, work furlough, work release, or release from confinement on any basis. She's done, done. Plus She's 14. Done, son. She's currently serving her sentence in Perryville Prison. Cracker was indicted on felony charges of abandonment and consuming of the dead body and hindering prosecution. He was sentenced to 20 years, and he's due to be released in 2028. Oh, so I'm about to get out. Eight years. That's, that's all right. Eight years to go. He's on his way. I mean, if that's he... something to look forward to, I guess. Right. Cole Cracker? 2028. That's eight years from now. Like, but when he got locked up, you were probably like, damn, 2028? You did 20-year bid, and you only got eight years to go. That's pretty good. So that means he did 10 years already? 12. But that's fine. Numbers are hard. <laughs> Why do you always tell me that? <laughs> because numbers are hard. Numbers are hard. So that was Brandy's episode tonight. Everybody, round round of applause for Brandy. I did I do again? Did I do it again? I, I, I can read we need, stuff. We need, we need more of these. Catch up with us. Follow us on Instagram at Blood and Firewater Podcast. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed me. Follow us on Twitter at BFW Pod Squad. Shoot us an email, case suggestions. You want to just talk to us, send us some feedback that you might not just want to just put out there to everybody at bloodandfirewater at gmail.com. But please, first and foremost, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It helps us tremendously. You would never know how much it actually helps us, but it does. Do it and do it now. Stay alert and stay alive. Wait. What? Check out our Facebook and our TikTok page. We have two new social medias that Rashad needs to insert. And it's just blood and fire water on TikTok. 
and Blood and Fire Water on Facebook. We don't have enough content on TikTok to go check it out. They need to follow video. it. You only got one video on it. True. So well, you ready? I, I wouldn't necessarily. Post it. <laughs> what was that? <laughs>